Hi, hey, and hello, Hall Stars and Hall Stands. I'm Amber, and this is the Hallmarkies Podcast, the podcast made by Hallmarkies for Hallmarkies. And today, joining me on this Feedback Friday is our fearless leader, Rachel. Hi! And our Southern Belle, Miss Caroline. Hey! <laughs> Um, so, yeah, we, uh, those of you who paid attention might have noticed that there was no Feedback Friday last week. You might have thought, was Friday itself canceled? No, it wasn't. But, you know, there was the holiday and life got in the way, so there was no Feedback Friday. But we did post two things on July 4th, which was a Thursday, so sort of made up for it. Don't you think, Rachel? It, yeah, I don't think anybody complain about our, our lack of content. We <laughs> that's a hard. I have, hard we have to win. some people who have said like, "Hey, you're posting too much." Yeah, but yeah. I don't think we've ever had somebody that says like, "Hey, ma'am, I believe I needed an extra post this week." <laughs> right. Yeah, because we had July Fourth, and then we also had the interview with uh, with Justin Dyke, the director of a very country Christmas. So, a very well, very country Christmas and a very country wedding. So there was plenty for people to listen to last week, even though we didn't have the feedback show. Um, but when we took the weekend off, did you have a nice fourth? Uh, yeah, I uh, we kind of celebrated a day early. My family always does things weird because everybody was going out of town. Um, so, but on the third, we had a nice little uh, gathering and uh, we played charades. It was a pretty epic game of charades, and I did a terrible job impersonating my brother. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I, w- I would ask for you to do your brother impersonation now, but unless it's your little brother, I would have no idea. Yeah, no. It was just it was just kind of like I was just slouching a lot, and people kept guessing, like, Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, oh, no. Oh. But that it's not Sam. No. <laughs> we just slouch a lot, though. For those but, of you who remember, Sam is Rachel's brother who came on the podcast. Yes. On the psych podcast. We so still need uh, recommendations of movies for Sam to watch, and we should bring it back. Yeah, we really should. And then, Caroline, how was your fourth? It was good. Just hanging out with family. Ate boiled peanuts. Yeah, mm-hmm. boiled peanuts. I saw you post that on Instagram yes. uh, or Twitter, and I have no idea what that is. It's I mean, the best thing ever. Boiled peanuts, but is that it? Yeah, it's, it's boiled in salt for like six hours, seven hours, and they're really soft, and they're really like, good, but you, you have to grow up eating them to like them. If you don't, then they're not that good, but I Well, they're just like soft, salty peanuts? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why that would be weird. And they're then just basically good. peanut butter? It's just, it's like soft, yeah. It's not peanut butter outside? soft. You don't eat the outside. Okay, well, see, then I was, I was ready to bail on thinking it would have been fine. But if it's just the peanut insides, then it's great. Yes. <laughs> You'll have to try some one day. I will. When we have our, our host party. Yes. You'll, I'll, I'll, be, I'll make sure that you bring some. I'll bring some. That'll be your, your side dish. <laughs> I've heard of that before. <laughs> I think I've seen it on Food Network, but I never actually tried it. So I, was, I saw that on your Instagram. I'm like, ooh, so exotic. Yes. 
Caroline. A lot of the southern foods are probably exotic. <laughs> I mean, but have you ever had Jello, Caroline? <laughs> yes. It's so weird because that's our food in Utah. Well, well, supposedly we eat green Jello all the time. I've lived here for so long, and I don't think I've ever had green Jello. I've had other flavors of Jello, but I hardly ever get lime Jello. I like Do you agree, Amber, or do you get it all the time? Do you guys eat lime jello? I think I have a healthy balance of red jello and green jello (laughs) in my life. I don't know. It's it's just a funny it's funny thing. If anything, I got way more jello in Indiana on my mission than I did than I've ever gotten in Utah. Well, you know, gelatine prices have gone up. (laughs) That is not true, by the way. I mean it could be true, I don't know. But I don't, I don't have any facts for that. I was just <laughs> pretending. Oh. And then I didn't really do anything on the 4th of July, except for at 1 o'clock a.m., I went to my sister's house and watched Stranger Things until 9 a.m. So you finished it? Yeah. One, one binge session? In one what, what's the verdict? Suit. What do you think? I really enjoyed it. I thought it didn't have any episodes that really failed for me. Solid. So there were no bonkers, weird uh, 11 episodes like in uh, season two? Uh, There was, I felt like, one of my complaints, oh, this became a Stranger Things podcast. One of my (laughs) complaints about season two was that there was so much that they did that didn't impact the rest of the storyline. Uh-huh. Main storyline, like Eleven going off to wherever the city, and that didn't bear fruit past that episode, other than, you know, she comes back from the city. Yeah. And then the whole storyline with Jonathan and Nancy in season two was so isolated and actually, frankly, unnecessary to the rest of the storyline. Um, but I didn't have those kinds of problems with season three. So overall, I thought it was great. Cool. Yeah, I I haven't gotten to watch it yet, uh, but I, I liked season two. I felt like it was more, it was less of a mystery, more of a monster movie kind of series now. It was like, it was, and I kind of liked the mystery in season one better, but, uh, but it was still very enjoyable. Hmm. Caroline, do you watch Stranger Things? I have not watched Stranger Things. I feel like it would be too scary for you. I, I like happy things. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and Hallmark mystery, scary. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was just like, I don't feel like Stranger Things is a Caroline show. No. <laughs> we, we should make a parody poster instead of Stranger Things, happy things. Happy things. <laughs> and like, instead of being red, it will be like pink yeah (laughs) um but it should come as no surprise that i like stranger things because my banner on twitter since the beginning of stranger things says team steve so Mm -hmm. in stranger things font Mm. and i just have to say i liked steve from like the first episode when i first saw it Mm -hmm. and everyone else thought he was the worst and i said you're crazy he's the greatest (laughs) So I'm real glad that everyone else has come around on the good ship, Team Steve. You just have good opinions, Amber. I, you know, I don't want to say that I'm the best at opinions, but I'll let you say it. (laughs) (laughs) 
just like Henry Gallen. He was just poor misunderstood little waif. <laughs> this is That's really just a, a positive affirmation session for Amber. That's what we're doing this feedback show. My whole life is a positive affirmation <laughs> session for Amber. That's yeah. why I need people to give me mean comments so I can be like, I know, right? <laughs> Take me down a peg. Mm. Anyway, wow, did we get off of Hallmark, but you know what? It's a feedback show. We can do whatever we want. That's right. Um, so yeah. Uh, what else can we talk about? How about the feedback from the fans? Uh, we got a question on our Facebook, um, asking us if we remembered the dog's name from The Good Witch. And I don't think we ever gave a satisfactory answer to Jade. Mm -hmm. So I'll just go ahead and tell you right now, the dog's name is Klondike. As in, what would you do for a Klondike bar? And the only reason why I really remember this, because I'm not a huge dog person, is that there's a YouTube guy that I love named Jax Films. He's also probably not for Hallmark people. Um, but his dog's name is Klondike. Mm. But this week it was just all dogs on the podcast because we had our randomness episode where we talked, well, not we because I wasn't there, but Rachel... Tell us a bit about that random episode. Challenging podcast to do because we only had one movie. We didn't have a whole lot of a whole lot of other stuff to talk about. And because I wasn't a big fan of the movie, I didn't want it to come off as mean spirited and just be kind of spending this whole whole episode of the podcast, you know, talking about this movie I didn't like. So I was like, what are we gonna do? And I I, I knew that Ginny and Laura were not super high on it either because if they had like loved it then that would have been fine and we could have but they were like on it and so great what are we gonna do and i and i couldn't really think of anything that would take up enough time for a satisfactory i don't know that would just make it all work and so kind of in desperation we ended up just kind of cobbling all this stuff together and I'm I'm really proud of how it turned out it was kind of a bummer because they had some technical difficulties so their sound wasn't as great as we wanted it to be because their internet so they had to call in you know these are the things behind the scenes that nobody thinks about but but I still think it, it turned out fun. We ended up with the review of the, the the movie, which is one of my rare took me to a dark place moments. I did not like. <laughs> I did not care for that movie uh, personally. And then uh, and then we talked about our top three favorite Hallmark dogs. So not just dog movies, the actual dogs themselves, and that was fun. And I gave my review of a very country wedding. And then we gave a preview for Christmas camp. Uh, and we found out just this week that it was going to air on, on Thursday instead of on Saturday. And, and I guess that's going to be the thing this whole upcoming season is the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries uh, movies are going to be on Thursday and Friday is as opposed to Saturday, Sunday. So we're going to have a new movie Thursday, a new movie Friday, a new movie Saturday, a new movie Sunday. I mean, and that's going to be nice to sort of spread it out, but Mm -hmm. man, is that going to be exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, in some ways it'll be better because when we're doing the live tweeting, we won't have two threads going on at the same time. Like we had last year, which could be kind of confusing, but I, but yeah, that's (laughs) 
<laughs> but you know, we actually asked for this because definitely I upvoted all of those comments on Hallmark channels and Hallmark movies things that said make stagger the movies, don't air them at the same time. You're just shooting yourselves in the foot on ratings mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. people aren't going to be able to watch two things at once and you know, my suggestion was like set it back an hour on Hallmark movies and mysteries so that they don't overlap. But yeah, this works too. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fine. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out. And but you know, as we get later into the season, there are going to be like, I would not be surprised if the week of Thanksgiving there's this new movie every single day for ten days, and then I would not be surprised if like the last. 10 days before Christmas. They're like, surprise, it's another new movie every day. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Well, yep. I mean, technically they, they, uh, they have backed out of their promise for a new movie every Saturday. So who knows what's going to happen at this point? Like they might even back out of 40 movies. We don't know. No way are they backing out of 40 movies. <laughs> they are definitely 40 Christmas good. movies. Maybe 40 and a half, like 32. 50 Christmas movies. <laughs> they might be surprised we're putting 10 of those on the, on the app. Oh my gosh, that was so... I, I don't know what's the... I just, I don't like the way that they treated in the key of love. It's so yeah. bizarre. It doesn't make any sense to me, but... I really wanted to see it, too. I was bummed. <laughs> Uh, we did have uh, two fun interviews since we last did a feedback show. We had our Paul Campbell interview, which turned out really fun. Me and Lisa got to be on that one, and he he was really he was really funny. He also put me on the spot. So I had to review the last bridesmaid because I uh, okay. <laughs> right there <laughs> with him on the line because I could I opened my dumb mouth, uh, but I think I I, I think it, I pulled out of it pretty well. <laughs> it did pretty good. <laughs> and uh and but it was it turned out to be a pretty fun interview and then we interviewed Anna Anna White who uh who wrote uh Sister of the Bride Rachel you've distracted me from the dogs which we were talking about Klondike and the, (laughs) the random dog episode we actually got a question from at Blue Drum Major um Jonathan on Twitter that said the dogs it's not a question it's just a comment the dogs I help take care of let me know I'm not allowed to listen to your podcast first thing in the morning I got so engrossed in this interview I was late with their breakfast they were not happy campers I had to stop where I was feed them and then finish listening (laughs) so you know that's how you know that it's a good episode when the dogs the dogs get mad <laughs> and that was actually in response to the Anna, Anna White interview uh, and so we, we definitely encourage everybody to feed their animals <laughs> despite the fact that I'm not a huge dog person please you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was it, it, I, I'm really proud of how it turned out I, I felt like it uh, uh, you know, you, you, there's some weeks where you just do the best you can do. And I felt like that was a, that was one. And, and I appreciate uh, Jenny and Laura being up for anything. They were great. Yeah. I mean, and at Nydia Raquel 25 from Twitter, she's the greatest, by the way, yeah. she commented yes. that she thought it was sure random, but she loved it. And she loves that after she listens to us discuss a movie, there's always something we mentioned that she didn't catch during premiere night. And her, and she also thought that 
favorite Hallmark dogs was a great topic. So, Rachel, look at you go. Queen of coming up with good ideas. Uh, yeah. So if you have any other ideas, things you think might be fun for this kind of situation or for the feedback show, just let us know. Absolutely. She answered a question that was sent to us asking what the top five Fourth of July wedding movies were. Oh, and right. They yeah. were, yes, I do. Sister of the Bride, A Country Wedding, Stop the Wedding, and The Last Bridesmaid. And so I thought it would be fun if we all quickly rated, ranked those movies from our least favorite to our favorite of those movies. First, and my ranking from least favorite, but still favorite, because, you know, these are all good movies, to, um, unless you're Rachel, who you probably, I know what you have least favorite, because you just don't get it. Um, <laughs> so, my least favorite is Country Wedding, followed by Sister of the Bride, and then Last Bridesmaid in third place. Yes, I Do is in second place for me, and then taking in the top spot, I have Stop the Wedding. Good list. Very good list. Caroline, what about you? I have A Country Wedding at number five, um, The Last Bridesmaid at number four, um, Yes, I Do, number three, Sister of the Bride, number two, and Stop the Wedding, number one. Mm-hmm. I love Niall and Rachel. They're, yeah. so, they're so good. Plus, Alan Thick. Yes. Rest in peace. All right, Rachel. Lay okay. it on me. <laughs> So I have Yes, I Do at five. That one I didn't enjoy. The rest I really, really enjoyed all these four. Uh, so I have Last Bridesmaid at four. I have Sister the Bride at three. I have Stop the Wedding at two. And I have Country Wedding at number one. It's one of my oh, favorites. You brought Country Wedding in as the spoiler, keeping Stop the Wedding from having a perfect sweep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's one of my favorites. Oh, I know you just love, love Jesse Metcalf. So, I do. Oh, I Jesse think Metcalf. he and Autumn Reese have really great chemistry in that one, and I really do. I think it's great. All righty. So now it's time to get to some other fun feedback that we got. We got an email from Steve or Steve H, um, and he says. Often, a lead will be non-romantic or even distant because it's revealed in the second half of the movie that they were once in a serious relationship, were even engaged, and then at the last moment, they were blindsided when their fiancé ran, fiance, fiance ran off with someone else. And then he said, many movies like Birthday Wish, I Do, I Do, I Do, and Valentine Ever After feature a lead in a serious relationship who's even engaged sometimes that in two to seven days after being around their small town high school sweetheart, dump their boyfriend or girlfriend. So his question is, are there any movies where the jilted boyfriend or girlfriend would, we would like to see them be the lead in their own movie and create a shared Hallmark cinematic universe? So, <laughs> well, about obviously, you know, this is my favorite question of all time. <laughs> yeah. This isn't even from Scott, you guys. So, watch out, Scott. People are coming for your crown. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one. 
Okay, you go. I think that Marcus Rosner's character in Christmas in Evergreen, because he was so nice. He, took, he flew the uh, helicopter all the way just to see her. And uh, he, I mean, he did things that in any other movie would be super romantic. And uh, so I think he's primed and ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Caroline, do you have any suggestions? Um, her name, like I had it on the tip of my tongue and I can't remember her name, but the um, girlfriend in um, Love to the Rescue. Um, oh, yeah. I forget oh, her the name. Reporter? The um, She was a reporter, name? right? Yeah. So, oh, no, I'm not thinking. I'm, what am I, what's the one I'm thinking of? The one, the one I'm You're thinking, thinking of, of Eat, Play, Play, Love. Eat, yeah, Eat, Play, Love. Sorry. Love to the Rescue. Sorry. Yeah, yeah the, the, the girlfriend... Like she, I want her to have a relationship because she, she ended it and I was impressed. So mm. I want her to have one. Yeah, that's a good one. Another one, I <laughs> forever champion uh, Marta in True Love Blooms, who I just absolutely thought was hilarious. And in the end of the movie, she's moving to New York City to become a designer. And mm-hmm. I would absolutely watch the heck out of the Marta in the big city movie. She's <laughs> like designing Christmas windows or something would be the best. Yes. That one would be really fun. Um, obviously, everybody knows that I hashtag justice for Craig, who was not necessarily the boyfriend or the fiance, but he was the jilted other guy in Christmas Homecoming, um, played by the impeccable Toby Levins. So I would love to have a spinoff where he just a super nice guy who just happens to be in love with Julie Benz's character gets his own lady. There you go. Hashtag justice for Craig. You guys got to remember that. That was my first real manic (laughs) side character moment. (laughs) I thought of one more. The fiance from Autumn Dreams. Because he's so nice. That was really good, yeah. Yeah, and Jill Wagner's character just ends up dumping him and you feel so bad. Bless his heart. He wanted to get married so bad. <laughs> and of course, anytime that Casey Manderson's character gets dumped, yes. I'd like to see that person get love. Particularly Casey Manderson's character from Love at the What's the cafe one called? Oh yeah, um, Love Struck Cafe. Love Struck yeah. Cafe. Yeah. Cuz wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Oh, and also Victor Zink's character in any of them. Because <laughs> he always manages to play that guy, but in such a nice way. What did you guys think of June Weddings as a whole, as a season, uh, as, a, as a group? I felt like it was pretty strong. I mean, I'm normally, I'm not high on it, but even movies that I wasn't expecting to, there was only one movie I, I didn't like. For the, Even Wedding March was pretty decent. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the thing about this. I this season, I definitely didn't expect to like some of them as much as I did. They were all pretty solid. Yeah, much like Stranger Things, <laughs> I enjoyed this season quite a lot. Very good. <laughs> 2019 has had a, a lot of winners. Like early on, mm-hmm. I'm I'm impressed. I think so too. There's really only a handful that I haven't enjoyed on some level. Mm-hmm. I'll watch yeah. them all again. You know. 
even I'm watching almost all. <laughs> I'm gonna say though, I was really surprised by Sister of the Bride. I did not expect to like it. Me too. And mm, I really too. did. So way to go, everyone involved. Although I did feel like a little bit, and I know you guys are like, well, he's Michael Gross. He can do anything he wants. I was a little anti her dad being so aggressive, really yeah. passive mm-hmm. aggressive. I can understand that. I can, yeah. I, I can understand that. Because I like my aggressive, like, either aggressive or way sneakier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a fine line that they walked. And, but you should listen to the interview with the writer then, because she was really fun. No, I, I'm just saying I yeah. I liked it better than I thought I would. And the only quibble I had, yeah. it was a small quibble. And they resolved it in a satisfactory way, so... Yeah. That's I totally get that. I totally get that. Um, yeah, it was it was it was way better than I, I. I think that do you guys agree that Becca Tobin is like a secret, really yes. great star? Like she, all, I feel like all three of her movies have been really solid. Yeah, I I've, I wish she would do more movies mm-hmm. during the year. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, do you know who else really enjoyed Sister of the Bride? <laughs> yeah, that's right. He did. In fact, we got a message from and he told us, he said, in 2019, we received our first Hallmark Easter movie. I enjoyed Sister of the Bride with its 4th of July tie-in. And then he asked us, what other holidays do you believe could be utilized more in Hallmark movies? I'm just going to go straight out and say Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Because we sometimes get a good witch, but you I mean they start Christmas in September now, mm-hmm. and Halloween just gets trampled. There's October Kiss, but that 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 has trick or treating and and has, but there's not that many. I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Saint Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Saint become... Day is just like a fun, festive time. Mm-hmm. And then what else? I think that Thanksgiving could be used. They've only done a couple outright Thanksgiving movies, uh, and uh, I think they could. I think they could use that holiday better. Like, yeah, allocate five of the Christmas movies to be Thanksgiving. Christmassy movies. Yeah. yeah. Hanukkah. 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 Yeah. But we do that. know we're getting at least a couple Hanukkah movies mm-hmm. this year, so that's good. Um, what else? I think Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, and I really think that they should have more Memorial Day themed movies. Mm-hmm. Like, because, you know, they always like to have the veterans Christmas movies, but set one. You know, in the spring, summery time, mm-hmm. flop it on Memorial Day. It'll be amazing. Yeah. Yes. Good one. But mo- this is this is not a holiday. But I cannot stress enough how much I need them to have Olympic themed movies during the Olympics. That would be a good- next year. It's Summer Olympics, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it can't be the Winter Games. 
but they don't even have to say like the summer Olympics and they don't have to show the rings. They don't have to play the anthem of the Olympics. Just be like the summer games and have two people be runners or two swimmers or two, a gymnast, you know, or heck they don't even have to be the athletes. They can just be like, Two fans who are from rival countries, mm. the United States and Canada. Oh, that would be so this, cool. They're so easy, and they can like fight and fall in love. That would be cute. I'd like that. That would be cute. That would be fun. And Summer Olympics would actually be easier because really you could do it any time. Because mm-hmm. most of those events are just at tracks and stuff like that and pools. I'm like, winter where you need a mountain. Love in the stands. Oh. Oh, Standing by love. <laughs> love on standby. That's a- I don't know what love on standby is, but if there's not a movie named love on standby in the next five years, I'm going to be very upset. Bye. <laughs> oh, cool oh my gosh. Romance. I just, sorry. I just figured out the plot for love on standby. It's about people who are trying to get home for whatever reason and the airport is closed down, so they're just waiting in the airport the whole time trying to get on these planes, and they're on standby. Mm. They fall in love in the airport. That'd be fun. You like that term of the um, Spielberg movie. Yeah, the... You know what's on What's it called? Terminal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really good. But love on standby, the Hallmark movie. <laughs> That was a very good question. I could even get on the flight and just fall in love on the airplane the whole time. There you go. That would be fine for me if the whole movie was just like two hours. Yeah. And then the girl, or the girl, she has a connecting flight, so she's going on, and he's going to leave her in the airport, and then he like changes his mind and buys a ticket for their flight, and they fly off together. Solved it. Okay, this go. is completely distracted. I apologize. <laughs> that was a very good question. Thank you, Scott. Who are you thanking? Scott, for the good question. Wait, who was it? Scott. Thanks, Scott. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted to get my sound cue. Oh, okay, okay, and then Great Scott also gave us some Hallmark movies to match in the challenge game. I mean, oh, in, yeah. you know, in the Hallmark match challenge. But before we get to Scott's very difficult movies, Colleen, queen of this game, who invented it, gave us some more movies to think about. Now, Carolyn, you weren't on the last time we did this. Do you remember this game? Uh, I I think so, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, for Caroline, in case she doesn't remember, and for anyone who's listening who doesn't remember, the premise of this game is Colleen gives us a movie, or anyone, anyone can give us a movie, and we have to try to come up with an appropriate Hallmark movie to lure whoever it is that loves this movie into watching Hallmark. There you go. Yeah. All right. I'm excited. So far, this is going to be a breeze because the first movie is 27 Dresses. The Last Bride? Correct. That's the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next one, 50 First Dates. Remember Sunday, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yep. Because she literally, no, he, he gets the 
short-term memory yeah. loss. Problem. Yeah, for sure. Mm. That one's it. Those two were slam dunks. Okay. <laughs> then the next one. 13 going on 30. Mm. Um, I think the closest you have is something kind of one of the family man ones, don't you think? Or or the um uh the like one of the Christmas switch yeah. or the lacey should bear or yeah the family for christmas mm-hmm. i think that's i think that's a really good call and then the next one she gave us was the proposal um let me think i mean this seems like there's so many that would be kind of similar to that one um yeah. holiday engagement is that I think that's so. a hallmark, isn't it? No, it is that... a hallmark. But home engagement, like, it's not really. Is there any? Is there any hallmark movies about where the where the? Uh, what about um? It's, it's Christmas Carol, because you have oh, the the boss is is the is you know the jerk, and by the end well, of the I movie, mean, I think Caroline and I were both going for the pretend engagement part, not the mm. boss lady part. But I agree. One-two punch. Okay, watch both. It's Christmas Carol and holiday engagement. <laughs> Boom. Okay. okay, this next one is tricky. Definitely maybe. And the only thing I can think of is my boyfriend's dogs because it goes through oh. those different relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Is there any ones that are sort of political and feel? Maybe... um. The one, the um, uh, the My Fair Lady one. Can't think of the name. All of a sudden, the makeover. The makeover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the my my boyfriend's dogs. Yeah, you did, Caroline. <laughs> we are matchers. <laughs> we both said St. Patrick's Day at the same time. We did. <laughs> okay, and then the next one she has for us is music and lyrics. Uh, Wedding of Dreams. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Or Summer, either one. Summer Dreams, Wedding of Dreams. August Dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. And then Hitch. Uh, and the, um, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Uh, the Eric Mabius one, How to Fall in Love. Yeah. Great suggestion. Okay. While you were sleeping... This one has a lot too. It would be a good one. Very merry mix-up. Yes, yes, that's the right yeah. answer. There's head trauma in both. There, I mean, there's not really a lie, but there is that confusion of like, oh, I'm in love with my brother's fiance. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. great call, Rachel. You've redeemed yourself. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> All right, and then the last one that Colleen sent to us was the wedding singer. I think about the elements of wedding singer. Uh, get dumped. What's one more one gets epically dumped? Um, trying to think. Mistletoe in. Mm. Oh, good one. Yes. Rachel. <laughs> okay, but ladies, it is not over because now it's time for. His really tricky ones. Okay, good. Okay, so his first one is 
Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh my gosh! What's one about a little kid that's the worst? He's not the worst. He is the worst. Um, <laughs> it's not his fault. No one could handle midichlorians. It's oh, just difficult. It's the worst. Um, it's not his. It's not the actor's fault, but it's the care. The character's terrible. Um, hmm. <laughs> Sorry, not about Star Wars, but you should Sorry. watch it. But I had an idea. What if we said Sarah Plain and Tall because it's like in a dusty dry place and there are kids that do things and sometimes they're kind of irritating but they're kids and then like the adults are all dealing with like real things <laughs> mm. <laughs> you don't like it <laughs> no i, mean, I don't better it's it's pretty good second one. i'm gonna keep thinking about that one and i'll, I'll let you know the second one is going to be impossible Silence of the Lambs. It's got to be. It's got to be one of the mysteries. I think. Um, uh, I think if you were a big fan of Silence of the Lambs, I think I would say watch the recent Haley- set of Haley Dean mysteries. Yeah, I was gonna say Haley Dean. Haley Dean is darker. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, that was not as tricky. Okay, and then he said, the Dingo Ate My Baby movie. He couldn't remember the name, but it's called A Cry in the Dark. I've never seen that, so I don't know if I can answer. A Cry in the Dark or Cry in the Wild? A Cry in the Dark. I was mm-hmm. right. I don't know that movie, so. Um, well, in that movie, a dingo eats her baby. And then people think she murdered the baby. Oh, gosh. I've never heard of that movie. Me either. You'll have to take this one over. I don't know. I've never actually seen it. I just know that that's what it's about. Because in Seinfeld, she said, maybe the dingo ate your baby. (laughs) I needed to know why that was funny. I don't know what to tell you about a cry in the dark, my friend. You know what? It's disqualified because you didn't even know the movie's name. All right, so that ends all of our questions from. Thanks, God! But you thought we were done? Oh no! Hallelujah, holiday, big time celebration! That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Just announced is that we are going to have a Christmas at Dollywood starring Dolly Parton herself and Danica McKellar. And I presume written by Nina Weinman Swift. Yeah. This is the greatest news of my whole life. Come on. What could be better than this? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, I'm thrilled. I love Dolly. And I've always wanted to go to Dollywood. And uh, I don't think she'll be in the movie much. I think it'll be similar to Priscilla Presley's role in uh, Wedding at Graceland. But uh, but I still, yeah, I mean, how can you not be excited about that? Although Dolly's a little bit more of an actor than Priscilla. Yeah. Yeah. And Dolly has been involved with Hallmark before now. Mm-hmm. She had her coat of many colors. What? No. 
What's that called? Is that what it was called? A movie? Yeah, one of them was called that, I think. Yeah. And then she had her special that she did on Hallmark. So I think it's possible that she could be more involved. I would love that. I love Dolly. I honestly, and, and also she was in um, Unlike Ely Angel. She was in a Hallmark movie. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's true. Don't crush my dreams, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I really do. I adore Dolly, so yeah, I'm a big fan. I hope they have um, roles, like walk-on roles, because I'm, I'm close to Dollywood. Not super close, but Ooh. four hours away, so fingers crossed. <laughs> And from what we're hearing, it's set to premiere in September, which is real close. However, I don't believe that because they lie to us all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we basically just need to wait until the day the day before it's going to air. <laughs> like, okay, we're good. Even the day of airing, maybe. <laughs> yeah. It might change the mouth. <laughs> Well, I'm going to actually wait until it actually begins to air before yeah. I believe the movie's coming on. Right. Uh, um, but that's it. That's I was saving that for last, and Rachel seems to be less excited than I hoped she'd be. What? But that's okay, because I'm excited enough for everybody. No, I adore Dolly. I absolutely love 9 to 5, and uh, Steel Magnolias I'm a big fan of. Uh, I, I even like... Um, Oh, shoot, now I say it and I can't think of the name. Rhinestone? No, I don't oh, like what's that. What's that called? But the one where she's... Uh... Straight Talk? Straight Talk. I even like Straight Talk. <laughs> you thought you knew Dolly better than me, you fool. <laughs> I never said that, but I do really enjoy her. And uh, so, yeah, this is going to be really cool. I'm, I'm very, very looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm super excited about this Christmas because we're going to have multiple movies from Julie Sherman Wolf, multiple mm-hmm. movies from Nina. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of other people. That, it's, it's interesting because I feel like it's kind of a, it's an interesting thing that as we've gotten more and more invested in Hallmark, I feel like we are almost as excited about the writers, if not mm-hmm. more so than about the actors. Wouldn't you agree, Amber? Yeah. Yeah, which is I mean, interesting. That wasn't a lot to say, but I mean, this is the difference, I think, for me, because we know the writer's tone, right? And a lot of the Hallmark movies depends on the tone and the humor and the heart they're able to bring into mm-hmm. the thing. And writers are able to sort of carry that with them from, you know, script to script. But, you know, the actors themselves, they are not necessarily being the same heart, the same characterization because they're not supposed to. They're supposed to bring something different to each character. So you can't quite trust just because someone's in there and they're great that it's going to be what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. But if they're a writer, you can say, but I have a lot of faith in their tone and their dialogue. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah. I think that's that's right on. And it's just an, it's an interesting thing because I can't think of that many – uh, fandoms where people even know the writers. I mean, there's a few like an Aaron Sorkin or somebody like that, but uh, I, it's pretty unusual, which I think is very cool. And how they interact with the fans, mm-hmm. like watching the while well, watching the movie. I love that. Mm-hmm. Me too. So it, it's really cool. I'm very looking forward to this. Uh, it's probably going to kill me, but I'm very much looking forward to this countdown to Christmas. <laughs> but speaking of Christmas. 
we have very exciting next Monday. We have our inner, my interview with Joanna Wilson is going to air. This is when I recorded actually in April. So we've had it for a while. Uh, but anyway, she is actually for her career. She is a Christmas TV historian. That's her job. And she wrote an entire a Christmas TV encyclopedia, uh, and she's actually coming out with another one, I guess, next year. Anyway, it was fascinating. Well, she has to, right? Hallmark Channel is producing yeah. 86 new movies on Christmas this year, yeah. and Lifetime's like, oh, crap, we got to step it up. Yeah. we got to release 75, and then now Netflix is getting in on the game, and they're like, don't forget us, we got 20, and then... <laughs> You're going to, you know, I on enough TV, you're going to at least have five a piece. It's exhausting just thinking about it. That's a whole new book. She shouldn't even yeah. just update it. She should just, a new, like volume two. Yeah, no, it Nine, is. 2019. Coming out uh, next year. And so I know people might be kind of like, oh, who is this person? Maybe I won't listen to it. But trust me, if you're a fan of Christmas movies, if you're a fan, you will really like this. It's very interesting. It's, she's a lot of fun. And uh, we talk about Christmas episodes. Uh, and we talk about, obviously, Christmas movies. And as, and it, it was it's a really fun one. So people should definitely look forward to that we thought with christmas in july this was the perfect time to air that uh and uh, so definitely check it out awesome i'm excited okay so then <laughs> because we don't have good witch we uh, are doing our top five episode uh, on Tuesday next week uh, and it's going to be really fun it's going to be our top five non-Hallmark Christmas movies with me Emma from the Hallmark Sam Hallmark Hubby and my friend Jennifer Chandler <laughs> and so the four of us we're talking about our favorite non-Hallmark Christmas movies and that one's going to be very fun then on Wednesday we have our next episode of On Friendship where me and Elisa from Best Drivers Pod we're going to be talking about back when we were grown-ups which is hallmark hall of fame film and it is available to watch on the hallmark movies now app so if you have that you can watch it it's a very kind of weird movie but i think you'll really find the conversation interesting and so if you have time this weekend give that a watch so that you'd be ready uh, for the podcast on wednesday uh and uh, so a lot of fun stuff kind of eclectic weird little week for us but i'm really excited about it yeah absolutely it's going to be great. Pay attention to us, you guys. We're doing things. <laughs> All right. And now that we're winding down, you know what that means? It's voicemail time. And to help us do the voicemails, who is that? Who's joining us? Hello. Knock, knock, who's there? Hello. <gasps> it's Lisa. Yay! Hi, guys. Hi. Thanks for letting me stop in. I brought some cookies and some milk. Mm, <laughs> Unless you're lactose intolerant, then the there's crawl. almond milk. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Hi. <laughs> well, we had to specially call in our good friend Lisa because we have some questions that only she can answer. I'm so excited for so, this. Oh, my God. First, we have a voicemail from friend of the podcast, 
Angela. Um, and let's listen to her message. Hello, this is Angela, a.k.a. Angela To Be Pecked, as you know me on Twitter. I wanted to leave a message to wish Lisa and Amy both a very happy birthday and tell everyone at the Hallmarkies podcast team, keep up the great work. It is so great to listen to you. Bye-bye. Have a great day. That's right. That's happy amazing. birthday, Lisa and Amy. Thank you, Angela. Can I just first say, no, you are the special one because she has like radio voice. I could listen to her all day. I need her to record audiobooks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah, she like sounds amazing. And so thank you, Angela. That was awesome. And I really appreciate it. And I think you're the best. Thank you for listening. She's and so great. I yeah. love her comments on. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Uh-huh. I love every time she tweets about an episode because I'm like, yay, you listen. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and she's just such an ambassador to to female podcasters, which I think is so cool. I yes. love that she does that. She's amazing. But you know who else is amazing? Our mm-hmm. intern, Jonathan. And he left us a voicemail. So let's take a quick listen to that. Yes. Hey, this is Jonathan, your friendly neighborhood podcast editor. This message is for Amy and Lisa. It's July 3rd, and I was just sitting here editing the July 4th episode, and you guys were talking about your birthdays growing up as you were born on July 4th, 5th. Lisa's was particularly heart-wrenching. Only two birthday parties ever. <laughs> your, your family should be ashamed. <laughs> My nephew is turning one today. We're having a birthday party for him tomorrow on the 4th. I hope he won't suffer a similar fate in the future. (laughs) Anyway, I was making a mental note to tweet birthday wishes at you on your birthdays. But then in the end, you shouted out your voicemail number. So I was like, I should just do that instead. So that's what I'm doing. Happy birthday. And if no one throws you a party again, first of all, shame on them. (laughs) But second, you should just throw yourself a party for one. Go see a movie and go out for pizza or staying on brand here you could stay in and watch a hallmark movie and order a pizza <laughs> anyway that's all i hope you both have great birthdays yay, yay jonathan thank you and uh, first of all jonathan thank you for the editing skills because you bring it each and every time and we appreciate you um and yeah you're right it has been a traumatic childhood no just kidding it hasn't <laughs> Um, you know, the seventies and eighties, dude, people just didn't care as much. They were like, you get a birthday party. You don't, don't whine about it. Just here, here's some presents. Here's a cake. (laughs) It's like, here, go away. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, my parents, they actually threw me a lot. It was a lot of like family parties where it was just, you know, the parents, grandparents and stuff like that. It wasn't a lot of friend parties because all of my friends went out of town for 4th of July because that's what you do except for us we just hung out um so yeah and now that i'm older i'm like party schmarty just give me the money and i'll travel by myself <laughs> so are you saying that next year for your birthday you're gonna come out and visit us in utah duh i'm telling you guys galentine's day is when yes. happen. oh that'd be so fun i would love yeah. that Let's i'll make y'all it. waffles and and frittatas Yes, and <laughs> embroider your faces on pillows, and we can just sit around and talk about our favorite Hallmark movies, and yeah, that was my that would be my dream come true. Yes. But did you have a good birthday, Lisa? I did. Thank you very much. I did. It was very nice. Did fireworks um, abound? 
you know, it's funny because I do live in a neighborhood that does get not regularly, but semi-regularly some gunshots. So sometimes it's hard to tell. And it was like, wait a minute. Oh yeah, it's July 3rd. I bet those are fireworks. (laughs) And then July 4th and I was like, those are for sure fireworks. Yeah. But you know, it is what it is. You really need those Hallmark movies. <laughs> yeah, we live on a hill, so we have the upper ground, well, like the upper hand. So I'm like, I, no, you have the upper ground. The upper ground, yes. just like they did in Star Wars: exactly. Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, eh. high ground. There you go. Yeah. Well, very good. I'm glad. And we should definitely, everybody should follow Jonathan on Twitter. I'll put his information in the description section because uh, he's awesome. And he has his own podcast called the iHeart Podcast where he uh, he talks about all kinds of different stuff. Amber and I have been on there at least once. I've been on there a bunch of times. But anyway, he's awesome. And he, yeah, he's actually our intern, <laughs> but he's amazing. So everybody should follow him. All right, Lisa, thank you so much for coming by. It's been such a delight meeting with you briefly. Um, No, the delight is on my side, so I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Okay. All right, Lisa, see ya. Bye, see you later. You can always catch me at Girl Gone Hallmarker on Twitter. Peace. All right, bye, see ya. All right, and as Lisa walks away down the hall of the internet... We have finally reached the end of the podcast. All right, Rachel. So let's tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media on iTunes and YouTube. And so please check that out. We're actually, I'm celebrating on Monday, my 200th family movie night review. For, so it's pretty exciting. Excellent. And is Caroline, where can people find you? You can follow me on Twitter at R. Excellent. And as always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. And then you can also follow the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod on Twitter or at Hallmarkies Podcast on Instagram. We are also on Facebook. If you happen to be listening to this on YouTube, please click the subscribe button and like. Um, and if you're not watching this on YouTube, head over to YouTube. Hit subscribe. We're great. And wherever you are, make sure that you like this. And most importantly, for the longevity of this particular podcast, please send us your comments, your feedback. You can email us at feedback at hallmarkiespodcast.com or send us tweets with hashtag HPN feedback or give us a call at our voicemail line, which is area code 801-855-6407. Once again, that's area code 801 855-6407. I'd really appreciate it. And who knows? Maybe if you send us enough comments, we'll get a soundbite for you, just like our patron, Scott. And speaking of our patron, Rachel, tell people how they can be our patron. Oh, it's super easy. You just log on to, we'll have the link for the pa- for the Patreon uh, in the description. You can, you can just click on it. And for as low as $2 a month, you can uh, become a patron. If you want to be in the Facebook group, $5 a month. And we have giveaways. We have exclusive interviews that you can listen to. All kinds of stuff that you get access to, to a lot of that uh, for the $2 a month uh, giveaway so it's it's really easy easy as pie ladies and gentlemen easy as pie so 
from all of us at Hallmarkies Podcast. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by Hallmarkies for Hallmarkies. For more information about how you can leave your mark on Hallmarkies, visit hallmarkiespodcast.com. Link is in the description.